536, good morning. It's Wednesday, September 25th. Perhaps more commonly known as the day of humping. <laughs> oh, oh, now I'm a hot man. Good morning. We're uh, very excited you're here with us. I'm kind of excited that we got an email yesterday. I got an email, sorry. Um, they're going to get to work on the phones. What? I know, I know. So we'll have that fixed soon. You'll need the phones today to be in touch with the show. Um, after 7.30, we're going to do a panel full of ladies. We haven't done that in a minute uh, as we sort out the phone situ- situation. We will have a couple of ladies here in the studio. One, Alexis Staples. It's so weird when you say her full name, but that's her full name. How about when I say Mom Staples? Well, Staples, Heyman, Heyman Staples. Uh, Lexi will be with us. Our friend Alex will be here as well. Oh, girlfriend. Yeah. A Good morning, everyone. Sandwich. Um, <laughs> Lexi will be here around 7 to talk about things going on at our one of our favorite places, the Collingwood Arts Center. Uh, Alex will be here. Panel full of ladies. Mark it down, 7.30. Then... Uh, because the grand reopening of the downtown branch of the library is happening, our friend Jason Kuchma mm. will join us to talk about that, bring some dad jokes, and then those dad jokes will get us into you providing corny jokes to us after 8.30 for tickets to the Haunted Hydra. We'll be out there Friday night around 6.30 or so for its opening weekend on its 30th year. And again, we'll give you tickets for that. Keep listening. Right after 6 o'clock, so not that far off. Um, Floyd got the talk. Mm-hmm. Do you want to? You want to read the show sheet? You want to look in your show sheet? Yeah, there? I know. It, I read it. Are you sure? Yeah. Would you're you going it? down the list now? Ew! Why'd you call her that? Thank you. You nasty, nasty Jewish man. That's me. Um, <laughs> good morning. You can be a part of the show by texting anytime you'd like. Four one nine two four zero one zero five five. If you miss any part of the show. Uh, We've got like 90 straight minutes or more, depending on how we're moving, Uh, about 90 minutes of song-free, commercial-free content in the podcast. It's posted by 9.30, 10 o'clock each day, and it's completely free. Song-free, commercial-free, free-free. You can text my name to our text number or find it wherever you get your podcast episodes, and we appreciate you being here. 5.39, good morning. It's Eric Chase and a very, very depleted... Floyd. I hate it. I wore this yesterday. Hi. I decided to visit um the boyfriend last night and I was like, ooh, I don't have a change of clothes. It's like, ooh, we'll just wear work clothes. It's black. It is. So and normally I'm festive and have a graphic to you on, but today's my day off. So soon as ten o'clock rolls around or nine thirty, whatever when I leave here, this is coming off. Stripping. You look fine. You look great. I look like I'm about to deliver a sermon at a Baptist church. You look like you work at Sephora, J.C. Penny. Call me Pastor Floyd. Old man Pastor Old Floyd. Old man Pastor Floyd. Used to be a deacon. Now preach the word. Um, Praise! Reminds me of... What's happening? Every time I go through my... Do you ever have feedback on your headphones? I don't. This is annoying. All right, there we go. Sorry, every, I'm back. Every time <laughs> I, I go to like go through my closet, and we all do this... Uh, I don't want to throw that away or I don't want to donate that or I'll wear that one day. And then I think of movies uh-huh. and whether it's a guy or a girl, how they usually live in the city in some one bedroom apartment and they just fling on the same pair of like Jessica Jones, same jeans, same yeah. boots, mm-hmm. like they have three pieces of clothing. Mm-hmm. I can't live that life. 
No, I don't have. Yeah. So like when I woke up today, I was like, I was gonna be. I was gonna ask him, like, do you have a t-shirt? And I was like, mm, just go home. No one's gonna see you. And I was like, oh yeah, you go live, but no one sees me. Some people have asked me if you guys were still together because you don't mention him on the show much anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Why was that? Yeah. He got asked yesterday. I got asked yesterday by multiple people. Yeah, we're good. We're we're just we're just working people. That's like, what I told people. Like legit, I worked fourteen hours yesterday, and I was like, you know what? Let's not be that person who goes home and goes to sleep. Let me go see. Oh no, go home, go to sleep. Oh yeah, but it's okay. It was it was no productive. Like we were just like, that's you guys now. Yeah, yeah. So like, like he's an art teacher. So and I'm. What I do. I told people that have asked me, and it's only been a couple that you're just busy. Now. Like, you've got a busy schedule, you're I, you're a devoted employee, and he's got a new job. So that's it. They're I don't even together. talk about my mom anymore. Like, people are like, is your mom still around? Yeah, she's still here. You know, like, she texted, she's like, I miss you. I said, I mm. miss me too. We'll talk about her after <laughs> six o'clock. Sexy Donna gave Floyd the talk. Well, uh, thank you, Lucinda. She said, I'm handsome regardless. Yeah, you. Uh, we're live on, on Fa- Floyd's Facebook, the Q105 mm-hmm. Facebook. Uh, if you've already seen stuff on Facebook, our Q105 Facebook page this morning, you'll see what we're going to get to shortly before 6 o'clock. Um, it's Q105, the morning reboot, Eric and Floyd. I added uh, a new school to my resume of places I visited yesterday. I went to St. Ursula yesterday. How was that? That is a beautiful, that is a beautiful place of learning. Is it beautiful? It's a beautiful place of learning. Does it smell rich? Because it looks rich from the outside. That's that Lord's money. Defin- definitely. I. It's the Lord's money. <laughs> it's like, the Lord's like money. Ottawa Hills just has Ottawa Hills money. St. Ursula has the Lord's the Lord, and Ottawa Hills the money. The Lord's money. They're like, when they do do their ACT stuff, or like they send in their college fees, like, put this on the Lord's tab. <laughs> And I mean that's a good school. Like I'm not I'm not poking fun. I'm like that's just it's a, it's a good school. Philly T was there. I asked because he does their their uh, choreography for some of their shows there. Mm-hmm. He'll he'll visit with us on Friday. We're packed with people all week. I'm okay with that. Um, a couple of things to get to. So it was a great visit over there yesterday. I'd never been there before, but I've met so many people who have who go there or kids uh, parents who have kids that go there because it's, it's such a good school. Um, our Sergeant friend from TPD, uh, Lourdes Roca. Yeah. She, oh, she was in here with us. Yeah. I enjoyed uh, I was her. Emailing her and and um, you've got till the thirtieth to apply for the next class New of class TPD. Recruitments. Yeah. Yeah. Recruiters, yeah. Thirtieth. Yeah. So the end of this week, and you can do it at tpdhire.com. I know we've been talking about, excuse me, seasonal employment with the delivery places, mm-hmm. but that's if you want to be a police officer, you can like start at fifty grand. So I told yeah. her we'd throw that a mention. And also, if you're a, a young young adult teenager the mall is hiring for seasonal stuff too so like now's the time if you want your little extra money for like christmas or you want to f- try to feel independent they're like you can look anywhere places are hiring for seasonal and if you're good enough here's some useless information they keep you on or some you- places do not most i mean most places do not all but like if you are an outstanding employee they'll be like do you want a job and that's about that's how i started Yep. Way back in 2001. Or now that we're like a, a month in the school for people, you know, you want to tell you now that your kid's settled and, and you think they can handle it and you want to tell them to go get a job, mm-hmm. good time. Um, one more thing. Oh, uh, uh, tonight. Uh, tonight at Penta. One of the things we talk about when we do our suicide 
prevention coalition things, or we, we play a, a video from Kevin Hines. I think mm-hmm. I play, the guy that jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge. Isn't he coming back in town? Tomorrow, tonight. Oh, okay, okay. Tonight, it's a, it's a free event at Penta. I need to share that somewhere. So that's a free event for everybody to go watch him speak. Um, 544 on Q105. <laughs> it's been so long. That's not how the song starts. Tell everybody how the song starts. One, one second to go. Go ahead. Right now, I'm in a state of mind. Free concert. I want to be like that all the time. Ain't got no tears left to cry. So, I'm picking it up. I'm picking it up. You got to pay for the rest of the song. I'm picking it up. Free concert. Free dance. I'm living, I'm picking it up. Loving, I'm living, so we turn it up. Yeah, we turn it up. 548 free concert Why right there. Why am I not a pop star? Good morning. It's the morning reboot on Q105. Uh, it's Eric and Floyd. Deja is a pop star. You're right. She's fake. I mean, she mashes her mouth to a song. Um, We get to uh, entertainment stuff, usually like a couple of minutes before the top of each hour. Mm-hmm. Going into the seven, going into the eight, and as we wrap up close to nine. So we're, we're an hour away from that. So let me give you... Some of that stuff, may I? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, last night on The Voice, as was teased by him, and we talked about it briefly, this is uh, Toledo's Max Boyle on The Voice last night. I am a poor, wayfaring stranger And traveling through this world alone there is no sickness, toil, or danger in that bright land to which I go. And I'm going there. So I don't totally know how the voice works, but I believe that sound was it's them turning around the chair right and here i am if i was on the voice and like i heard that boom i just stopped singing like i'm already on the show then pick me so that was john legend let me give you uh, more of this so that was john legend oh, okay. and over home now. all right no that's kelly being blocked I believe this is an Ed Sheeran song. Good, right? Yeah. I was like, what took him so long to get on a show? That show's so odd. I know a lot of people who've auditioned, and they have amazing voices. Yeah. But it's also, it's, um, as someone who went through the American Idol process in, like, 2002, it's, you you audition, like, literally five to seven times before you're, like, in front of a producer. Right. Like, you, you audition for, like, a, a stagehand <laughs> before you actually get yeah. on there. So it's a process, so... Kudos to him because, like, that it's a grueling. It, he probably flew somewhere far. LA? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. They had auditions all around the Midwest, but nowhere near like us. So, like, I'm sure maybe like oh, Tennessee, Chicago. I see what you're saying. So, like, he traveled somewhere and kudos. Like, 
Come on, Toledo. All right, so we're not done yet. So that that was most of him performing, obviously. Uh, he got blocked by... Uh, he got picked by John Legend and then blocked, blocked by Kelly. Oh, blocked, Ke- or yes, yeah, Kelly was blocked. So he's on. Ke- oh, I, I, that's that's the fun aspect. After the audition, no no shade. After the auditions, I'm done with the voice. Can you, <laughs> can you tell me whether I have, I have one more part of Max's audition? Can you tell me whether she goes hood or country? I can't figure. She's both. I'm so sorry. You are not sorry, sir. You are good. I mean, come on with that rock and roll falsetto. You should have been on my team. (laughs) Now I ain't got no chance. What is your name? Where are you from? Uh, My name is Max Boyle, and I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Wow. Oh, because like, oh, he's from Ohio. I'm going to go with you anyway. Yes. Well, you just wasted your life. I'm from life. a town called Yo. Springfield, Ohio. I had a feeling that Kelly would be my biggest competition for you. I will take that as a compliment. I hate to use it on you, Kelly, because you know I love you. That's so rude. And Blake <laughs> blocked her. her before, and he lied about it. And I would never. I hope you have so much fun on dancing. <laughs> Welcome to my team. Congratulations. She keeps talking like that. And she's, I and, and, love... She makes this... Show, honestly, sorry to cut you off. She makes this show so worthy of being watched. Because like, she just has that infectious personality. And like, I loved her banter with her and Adam Levine. And I love her banter with her and John Legend. I don't really... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get hate for this. I don't really care for Gwen and Blake. Like, I think they're just amping up their relationship, which nobody cares about. Right. But but I'm just like, those two, I... I and she can steal later on in the season. So, like, if, say, like, he gets on the chopping block mm-hmm. and, like, he, they don't vote him through, like, Max, boy, you're going to go home. She can hit her thing and be like, you're on my team finally. And, like, with that voice, not going to jinx He's not going, he's not going anywhere. Because that's, that's genuine, like, talent. Like, to sing without music is hard in itself. And then to rip it up with, like, start playing your own instrument. Man, I'm mad I quit playing instruments and Junior high because great performance. That was amazing. Good, uh, good, good. Max good. Boyle from here in Toledo finally cracks on through. And if she keeps talking like that, Takashi Six Nine's gonna put her on his snitch list. <laughs> oh, Takashi Six Nine. Oh, um, I got one more, one more piece of music to play you. <coughs> and uh, the song was a summer hit, but it it came too late mm-hmm. to really break through into pop culture and, and mainstream like big time. Plus. We'll get to Lil Nas X later on. He overshadowed everything that tried to happen in pop culture. So I'm glad that Jimmy Fallon is helping to get this go, uh, get this going right now. We had our hot girl summer, and woo, did we kill it. But now it's getting a little chilly outside. A little chilly. Burr. Well, I'm here to tell you that the weather may be getting cooler, but we're just heating up. Megan Thee Stallion, Jay Fallon. What up? Drop the beat. Staring outside, all the leaves are changing. Feeling kind of cold, can't stop complaining. Days getting shorter with that setting sun. Guess hot girl summer is really done. Then my phone rings and I look to see. It says Megan D. Stallion on the caller ID. She says, Jimmy, you're not making any sense at all. At the hot girl summer comes. No, you're not saying. Hot girl fall, bitch, yes, finally here. I love her. To get cozy with a pumpkin ass beer. Grab a table, Miss Chunky sweater, cause the summer was dope, but the fall's even better. How great is, is that? Is this what I do? 
Because I, I will learn that song and do that song before that song Friday. Look. I like her because, like, and I see her in interviews. She's intelligent. She's like, right. she's just real. Like, she's, you know how we loved Cardi B for her authenticity? Like, just in your face, Bronx, I'm New York. Yeah. Like, you could see Cardi B walking down the street and she start talking. You're like, oh, she's from New York. I like Megan the same way in that respect that she's like, poised, calm, cool, collective. Like, I can have a conversation with her. Right. But as soon as she hits that stage, you're like, bitch. Okay, I didn't know all that was in Like, you. there's no indoor personality with Cardi. It's all over the top. Yeah, yeah. But with Megan the Stallion, it's different. I like it. And she's gorgeous. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sure. You know what? I'm in. Go download it. Hot Girl Fall. <laughs> Hot Girl Fall. That's uh, Good morning. Um, sexy Donna gets spoken about. That's Floyd's mom after six on Q105. Good morning. 612, live on Facebook. You can check our Q105 Facebook page. Floyd is there <laughs> being hurt. Uh, good morning, 612. 805 today, first national keyword of the day to win the $1,000 payoff. Good luck with that. Uh, again, live on Facebook right now. If you're just tuning in, good morning. Uh, Max Boyle from Toledo was on The Voice last night. We played some of that performance mm-hmm. earlier. You can uh, tune back in right before 7 o'clock or check it out on the podcast if you can't stick around. And also, uh, one theater has chosen not to show the Joker, and now the FBI has a statement on the movie. Are you kidding me? It's getting out of control. We'll we'll save the discussion for later on, because now we... Do you want to read what's on the show sheet for segment one in the six o'clock hour? No, I'm not saying that first. Part. I'll read it. Sexy Donna gave Floyd and Tiana the talk. <laughs> Sexy Donna, if you didn't know, is my... Oh, my, my muse, Lord, stop. no, my muse, not my lord, my goddess. Sometimes, <laughs> but she is the the mother. She births. She's the matriarch. And Tiana, <laughs> and you both received the talk because you both are old enough now mm-hmm. to be intimate with others. <laughs> no, you know, there's different points in your life where you have the talk, like going to kindergarten. You're like. I can't go with you. You know what I mean? Like, you have to go in by yourself. Or teenage stuff, you know. Get a job. Don't have sex. If you do, wear that thing. But no, we had the other conversations. Cause, so, on a serious note, uh, we've had a lot of death, de- death, death in our family, and we've seen it all around. And for some reason or another, certain family members, or I've seen certain people online... Fighting over stuff like heirlooms, houses. So that's a major thing is a house um, and a car. And my mom, she was asked my sister and I to come over. This was like a few months ago. Wait, but my aunt was still alive, so it wasn't like. But it got brought up again via text message just quickly. But she was like, you know, when I'm gone, this is how I want it to go. And I go. You mean when you gone? What do you mean? You know what I mean? Like, and my mom instilled in us that she wouldn't be here for forever at like age five. Like she was that mother. Like she was, you know, I'm not here for forever. Like, bitch, I was only by, born five years ago. Where are you gonna go? Like, we just getting started with this friendship. So, um, yeah. So she had to talk with my sister, like how to divide her assets. I have a question. And quick, quick, was, so I apologize for yeah, your... no, no. A will. Shouldn't Will handle this? 
think that I think the days of the wills are gone, but they have them. Never. I mean, well, you're also a, a Jewish man, so you you probably had a will before you were even born. Like you were like you like your mom was like, I'm gonna name him Eric, but here's his will. Like you know what I mean? So, but I'm just saying, like some families don't do wills. So I think my mom does have one, but I'm not. We didn't go that because it should avert all of this. I mean, maybe in your side of the tracks, but not my side of the tracks. So calm your white self down. So no, but anyways, so she was just like blah 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 blah, like it, it, describing her stuff. And my sister and I are just like, "Do you want that?" I'm like, mm-mm. So I was like, "Do you want it?" She goes, mm-mm. So like we're just like, that's our brother sister dialogue. So then like my mom was like, and then she like started getting teary eyed. I was like. Are you dying? Like, I need to know what's happening, Ma. And she's like, no. I was like, oh. When you do go, give me like a week in advance. Because I just want your car. (laughs) Oh, you got one of those fun buttons. To cough. But no, my mom had that talk. And I just want to know, like, text us if you can. Like, has your parent ever had that talk with you? Because it was very uncomfortable. Like, it was just, it was one of those situations she was like, I don't want, I'm not going to say their names out of respect, but like, I don't want what so-and-so is going through with you and your sister. You guys have a great relationship. So just so you know, if I ever do go, split it down the middle. That's what she said. And I go, well, that's kind of like what we do. She was like, no, death makes people crazy. Look at so-and-so. And I was like, I can't you're right. You can't take, fathom because you're Caucasian. Take a... <laughs> I can't. So, like, I don't know why black people don't have wills. I don't know. Well... We may have wills. Get a piece of paper. But the people I've not been associated with don't have one. Get a piece of paper, write a line down the middle, pick what you want, and then go get a notary to sign it. But here's the... Oh, you gotta get someone to approve my mom's assets? Like, it can't just be like, I, Donna Anderson, signed this. Like, I can't just take a video... If you and Tiana are willing to to live by that, yeah. (laughs) I can't just take a video screenshot of her, like, oh yeah, this is my mom, she's like signing her... But like... So like, but like you said, she was like literally describing everything, and she had left the room or something. And I looked at my sister. I go, and like I said earlier, I was like, "Do you want that?" And she was like, Mm-mm. "I was like, do you want?" Well, it? there's another. And we're both like, Mm-mm. "There's another part of this. It's not what you want. It's the stuff that nobody wants and what you're going to do with it. But and who's going to dispose of it? But there is stuff that like my grandma had left her, and I know that. And I, I, we've already. My sister and I talked about this way before. This, there's stuff my grandma left my mom that I'm... My sister's the more responsible out of the two. That's all Tiana. Like, I know that that's hers. I know there's certain stuff... And I, and I know what the stuff is. Like, there's stuff I could be like, ooh, if I was that sketch family member, I'd hit up a pawn store. But, like, no, that's that's been in our family from my... I remember my grandma wearing some of this stuff, and she gave it to my mom. So I know that when my mom does eventually pass or get sick or can't take care of herself anymore. I know that there's certain valuable stuff that I, as Floyd Anderson, who is a sound mind adult, be like, I'm not that responsible. You give that to me, it's going to come up missing within a year. What about? Because I, I just throw stuff in the closet. And I know my sister, she's very, this is where this goes. I know where this is. Like, you can go to my sister's house right now. I can wake her up. Like, where's this at? She'll be like, on the top shelf. You go to my house, I'm like, it's somewhere Maybe under the couch. I'm not sure. What what about... My dad gave me this talk in 2013. The, the I'm not going to be around forever talk. <laughs> yeah. And he gave me a sheet of paper with all, all his like financial assets uh-huh. are and how to get in, blah, blah, blah. And then I looked at it a couple of years later after my mom had passed away. Um, things had changed. 
And I was t- telling my dad, I said, I was cleaning the place out. It might have been when I was getting ready to move. I said, mm-hmm. I can get rid of that, right? He's like, yeah, a lot of it's changed because my mom <laughs> right. passed away. You're also going to have to figure out what to do with, like, your mom. Like, does she have a place to be buried? Oh, yeah, we have, oh. So the black people take care of that. Oh, my mom has a, she knows where she wants to be. She knows she, where Did she pay for it? Um, I believe it is taken care of because she said when she's gone, we don't have to worry about any of that. Good. So, because that was, and this is not divulging any family information, we ran into that problem with my my Aunt Tina because, um, as far as I'm concerned, she didn't have insurance or it didn't start or cover certain things so my my cousin Jeremiah had a really tough time with trying to figure out stuff he we, he got it together through family and all that stuff like everything worked out in the end but like watching him he's four or five years older than me or whatever yeah like three years older than me whatever in that time frame time span seeing him like struggle while trying to grieve I was like cuss word I don't ever want to go through that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. he was he was being strong because he has his family of his own. And like, it's like he's trying to explain to his daughters that grandma's gone. But like, he's trying to cope because grandma is his mother and trying to figure out what church to put her in or where to bury her. Like, just all the adult stuff. And he still has to process his emotions. Yeah. So I saw him struggling and like, he was struggling. Sorry. And I know you're listening, Jeremiah, because you listen every morning. But like, I saw him struggling on the level like, is he grieving? Or is he just struggling? You know what I mean? Because they both. could be, or the both, both, very much. That's very true. Or both. So I was like, I when my mom said that to me, it kind of was like a, huh, okay, kind of like a selfish sigh of relief. Sorry, I got a text. Um, where I was just like, oh, thank you, mom, for looking out. But like, it's, it's I like just seeing him struggle. I was like, excuse my language, friends. And I was like, damn it. Like, how are you? How, how do you do this? Because like his brother's not here. Because there's jeremiah and Raphael, but like his brother's not here so he's like just taking everything on and like the service is beautiful he put everything together but it's one of those things seeing like someone so close to you go through it that i was just like damn that could be me one day there's or that no, could be them one day because i'm not guaranteed to be here either there there's yeah, no so. roadmap for grief and that's why i think when you work with certain places churches whatever however the end of life process mm-hmm. takes place they they do their best to be sympathetic to what's mm-hmm. going on with you and that's why a lot of people they're overwhelmed financially and emotionally, and that's yeah. why people could just be sitting there and then cry out of nowhere. We gotta, we gotta. Wrap I know, up. but I was just saying. I think that's why my mom brought, did like more of a refresher course for this conversation because yeah. I think she saw what my cousin went through. It was just like, wow, that he, he pulled it together. But the process leading up to it, I was just like. How are you not sad? Dying and he is couldn't hard. be sad at the point, you know what I mean? No, you have business to take yeah. care of, to to give your loved one the end of life or the yeah. crossing over that yeah, they saw. for sure. So it was definitely one of those situations that needed to be had, but as we were sitting there as children, I'm just like, this is this is very uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. life. You got to do it. 622, um, the symphony got hacked. More with that next. Q105 traffic Good news, bad news, breaking news, fake news, local news, and even real news. Yeah. Just the news you need with the morning reboot with Eric Chase on Q105. That was so violent. Be nice to the news. Uh, Somebody hacked the Toledo Symphony over the weekend. Uh, And then a majority of the organization's computers and telephones remain offline as the staff assesses the damage, with most files 
heavily encrypted and currently unusable. So somebody locked them out, I guess. It's a major setback for us as an organization, said their CEO in a, in a release. It brought our productivity to a complete halt. The symphony season opener is scheduled for this weekend uh, at 8 p.m. And you can buy tickets through phone. And I think there's a uh, minimally operational website that you can go to. But that Who is would not mess a, with the symphony? Somebody, uh, it's one like, of the, I forget what they're called, but they probably got locked out and they have to pay a ransom uh, to get their to get back into their computer files. That's so ridiculous. People got nothing else better to do. That's our symphony's good. They don't bother anyone. They just play their violins and oboes and give you good songs. Being a criminal is good work unless you get caught. Idiots. Catch uh, them. Speaking of uh, being a criminal, uh, a woman who left her car on the railroad tracks and caused a major train derailment. Back in June in Swanton was convicted yesterday of two related charges in uh, Fulton County Common Police Court. She entered a no plea. Logan Guess of Swanton was convicted of interference with the operation of a train, a fourth degree felony, and operating a vehicle while intoxicated, a first degree misdemeanor. Sentencing will be after a pre-sentence investigation, and that's going to take six to eight weeks. And that's the one, is that the one that the train derailed to, or she just left it on the tracks? She left the car on the tracks and it derailed. Okay, so it was that story. Yeah, yeah it, was, okay. it was chaos. So the Bedford Alligator has a new home. It's at Indian Creek Zoo, and like hundreds of people have already been out to see the gator over the weekend. They named the three-year-old male Renegade. Or Renegator. Julie Angel, Julie, hopefully I pronounced your last name right. She's a manager at the zoo. Said he's feisty and doesn't like to be bothered. So that could be me. They could have named it Eric. Uh, he now has an enclosure inside the giraffe barn, which is heated, heated floors. He has half. He has a half area that that pond, uh, half area that's a pond. The other half is a dry area for him. So he'll be there throughout the winter, and then we'll have an enclosure for him in the spring when he'll be able to come back outside once it's warmer. Uh, he's a male, and he's got the potential to grow to twelve feet long. He's three feet now. And zoo workers said they have an idea of how he wound up in the school's pond. We believe or can only assume it was probably somebody's pet. And he outgrew the aquarium or whatever enclosure they had him in and found his way back to a little pond. She said having alligators as pets in the area is more common than we think. And they can be bought at local pet stores. Question. I have an answer. Would you not notice that your your three-foot-long gator is missing? And is that one of those things where you just like... You tuck your twelve your tail between your legs and you hope nobody notices. When I first moved here, my uncle had a pet alligator. It also just came up missing one day. We're like, "Where's the alligator?" He's like, well, "I had to get rid of it." So I'm like, "So that alligator's roaming the streets?" I don't know where it went. I, we it was like ten. Oh, I need someone to co-sign this story for me. But um, yeah, he had a pet alligator, and then we came one day and I was like, "But where where's the tank?" He's like, oh, we had to get rid of it. He got too big. So I don't know if they donated it somewhere or threw it in a pond. But that alligator is... Wait, gone. they donated the alligator? I don't know. Or the they, tank? The whole thing was gone. Okay. And he didn't die. I was like, he was there. So yeah, I when he said it's more common, I was like, yeah, because I knew at least two people who had pet alligators growing up. Hey, Carl, I thought they were legal. They're your- like exotic animals, aren't they? I mean, maybe it's in some rural area where it's where it's okay, but there is someone now who either one doesn't know their gator is missing, or two knows and is like, "I never had a gator." Hmm, that's ridiculous. Okay, uh, waterline work is gonna uh, close lanes 
Close lanes yesterday on uh, part of a Lexus um, between Douglas and Jackman. So a pretty big area or or a highly traveled there. This is this is right near where the Christmas weed could be, right? Oh, it is the area, yeah, Lexus. Uh, yeah, it's going to take a couple of months to complete. So have a heads up there. Vicky Simpson, a retired special ed teacher with TPS, will be shown competing for fabulous cash and prizes uh, <laughs> on, uh, I guess, this coming Monday's Wheel of Fortune. Uh, it was recorded on August 8th, and it local it airs locally, 7 o'clock on WTOL. She tried out for the Wheel of Fortune on a special uh, mobile, uh, special mobile events in Cleveland in 14 and 16, but no success. On Mother's Day, uh, she's a grandmother, mother of two grown kids as well, uh, went out to Cleveland for a third trial, and this time making it past the first round of would-be contestants to the second round. She can't talk about the performance on the show until after it airs Monday, but she offered this. It was the most amazing and incredible 23 minutes of my life. That's Look at Toledo doing things. So does that mean she did? Oprah, The Voice, we had a Jeopardy contestant, now a Wheel of Fortune. So What's tw- left for me to do? So 23 minutes, does that, when you win Wheel of Fortune, do you move on to the next day? You, you so I guess she, she didn't move on? Here, she was there for one episode. R-S-T-L-N-E. <laughs> and then TPS. <laughs> but no, kudos though. It's so weird that you, audition, you have to audition for these t- game shows. Yeah, well, at the end of the, the day, it's entertainment and they want to put the best, the most entertaining Showing people on. Same thing with like reality shows. Now. Same thing with The Voice. They probably go, we have enough of this type of person. Let's get this type of person. All right. Uh, look at her picture. I think it, it should be now posted on our Q105 Facebook page. Oh. She does not look like a grandmother. I think it said she's 63. She does not look her age. Good for her. This is new age. Evolution. The new age woman. Um, Big Jurassic Park news. And we'll talk about the Joker because it will not be screened in one movie theater. Uh, criticisms are rising, and the FBI and military had a word about this movie. We'll get to that before seven o'clock. Eight oh five this morning. First chance of the morning to first chance of the day to win your thousand dollar payoff. We'll give you a national keyword. You text that to nine five eight one nine. Hopefully, win that money here on Q one hundred five. Good morning. A couple other things. I just saw that Oregon. You get a Chipotle, you get a shawarma holic, you don't have a target, yeah. now you lose recycling. They're doing away with recycling. You're going to have to go take it to a recycling center. Oh, that's obnoxious. Yeah. Um, also, uh, Kevin Hines, if you're familiar with him and some of the mental health advocacy I do, Kevin Hines is doing a free talk tonight at Penta. There will be more on our Q105 Facebook page. If you want details, it's free. Ask me. We'll get to the Jurassic World 3 news in a second. Hello. Where did that come from? I don't know what that was. Where did that come from? Getting a good push. Look at the push he got on Lawrence that time. Are you watching baseball on YouTube? Oh, I'm sorry. It was something on Twitter. My apologies. Sports! My Twitter was... A, Max Boyle from Toledo finally landed on The Voice last night. I am a poor, wayfaring stranger And traveling through this world alone there is no sickness. He seems talented. He was on Peapod's podcast before. Was he? So that was, was that the block or the John Legend? So it's John Legend and Kelly Clarkson yeah. going at it. More Max here. Oh, 
As he wrapped up. I'm so sorry. You are not sorry, sir. Oh. <laughs> you are good. I mean, come on with that rock and roll falsetto. You should have been on my team. <laughs> now I ain't got no chance. What is your name? Where are you from? Uh, my name is Max Boyle, and I'm from Toledo, Ohio. Wow. Oh, eight. Oh, he was probably gonna go with you anyway. Well, you just wasted your life. I'm from life. a town called Springfield, Ohio. I had a feeling that Kelly would be my biggest competition for you. I will take that as a compliment. I hate to use it on you, Kelly, because you know I love you. That's so rude. And <laughs> Blake blocked her before, and he lied about it. And I would never. I hope you have so much fun on dancing. <laughs> Her slang irritates me. <laughs> she's enjoyable. She is. Uh, good luck to Max on John yeah. Legend's team this year for The Voice. And he did take a little shot at Blake Shelton there. Uh, I guess something had happened in the good? past. Well, yeah, I Listen, did a half it edit on it. Uh, this Is Us came back last night. The girls I work with love This Is Us. I've never seen it. Yeah. That was that. Um, let's see what else. Uh, let's do the Jurassic World story. Like this is like the big entertainment story of the day, aside from like highlights and things that have happened. Um, they're bringing back the original Jurassic Park stars from 1993: Laura Dern, mm-hmm. Sam Neill, and Jeff Goldblum, who's already been back in the new trilogy to star alongside Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas, Bryce Dallas Howard. Colin Trevorrow is back to direct. Uh, they all originated their roles in the 1993 blockbuster that started the series and has grossed a cumulative in excess uh, of $5 billion globally. There's been video games, toys, novels, animated Lego series, and theme park attractions. Dern will reprise has her role as Dr. Ellie Sattler. Neil is Dr. Alan Grant. And of course, Jeff Goldblum is a great meme and Dr. Ian Malcolm. Hmm, I'm excited. Are you? I, I, like, I like the original... People. I like when they infuse the two. Me too. Like when they bring them back, you're like, oh, the nostalgia of this. I didn't I didn't see the last Jurassic World. I didn't either. I saw the first one. Mm-hmm. I was like, I've done this. And I enjoy Chris Pratt. I had the same feeling. I was like, I've seen this before. Now Opening we're... a dinosaur thing is a terrible idea. Sorry. They can't see that, but I totally right. just calm my raptors down. You did it, and, and now and now they are calm. I want a Jurassic World where nothing goes wrong, and you just mundanely follow the visitors, and there's no catastrophes or tragedies. <laughs> I know that doesn't make for a good movie, no. but it would be quite a twist, right? Because somehow the dinosaurs always get out. What if they did like an alternate universe where like the T-Rex was actually the nice one. Right. Like, what if, we don't know if it was mean. It just had sharp teeth and little baby arms. How How about, I'll pay eight fifty or whatever movie ticket is to watch uh, Tyrannos, a nice Tyrannosaurus, shake hands with its short arms or it leans right. down and like does that. What if the pterodactyl was the mean one the whole time? Thank you. <laughs> just saying. Um, 
So I followed this controversy, and quite frankly, it irritates me. Um, where's my Joker story? Where's my Joker story? Uh, All right, here we go. Okay, so I have my So here. the movie company has weighed in on mounting controversy surrounding the movie. It's an R-rated comic book adaptation, an origin story for the Joker, uh, being criticized for offering an in-depth, an in-depth portrait of a mass killer. Uh, in a statement yesterday, the studio hit back at suggestions that it glamorizes a mass murder. Make mo- no mistake, neither the fictional character Joker nor the film is an endorsement of real-world violence of any kind. Um, they broke uh, Warner Brothers broke its silence after family members and friends of the victims of the 2012 mass shooting in Aurora, Colorado, where that theater will not show the movie. And they wrote a letter to the studio expressing concerns about the film's upcoming release. The letter supported the studio's right to make the film and endorsed freedom of speech and artistic expression. However, it its writers called on Warner Brothers to take several steps to get involved in, in the gun control movement. The Joker centers on an aspiring stand-up comedian whose mental health issues escalate, ultimately leading to a life of criminality. Um, I just the, rolled my eyes so deep, sorry to cut you off, so deeply that statement. Like, the, I get the sentiment of that theater, but... The the FBI also uh, notes the... Uh, that these men idolized the Joker character, the violent clown from the Batman series, admitting his depiction as a man who must pretend to be happy, but eventually fights back against bullies. Um, I believe the military also had a statement, but that was... uh, Oh, now the U.S. military, though I I don't know which branch here, has instructed uh, service members to identify two escape routes when entering theaters, and if an an attack does happen, they should run, hide, and fight. This is troubling to me. And I understand why. And again, I've, I've said for quite a many months now, I'm fascinated to see this, to watch someone go from mm-hmm. a, a downtrodden person who doesn't get the proper help in, into a criminal. Now, I am of sound mind, so I will not idolize this man. To me, it will be a, a psychological uh, journey for me. Mm-hmm. We can't stop doing things because of a few unstable people. I mean, because if that, and I know I'm reaching, but like, if that's the route they're going, then don't send your kids to school. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Okay. <laughs> but again, blue in the face. I I get where they're coming from, but you cannot live in fear. And I like the statement. I think you said it came from... Warner Brothers? He, no, the, 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 the men idolized the Joker. That was from the FBI. Yeah, yeah. They, like, but you can't, you can't live in fear because there's people who idolize other stuff like if that's the case with this movie then don't go see horror films don't go see a pg movie with where they flash a gun by no means do i own a gun like i'm all about do you have your guns i don't want to take them just to have your knowledge and all that jazz about that however you you just can't live in fear like i just like i would like to i I don't even know like where what to say with this because if I say one thing, it makes me sound insensitive. If I say another thing, it still makes me sound insensitive. So I'm just like, you cannot live in fear. Yeah, I agree. And again, we can't stop making things of art for a very tiny percent of people who could cause chaos mm-hmm. and carnage, which ties back to your point. So I have two thoughts. Um, I can counter my own point in saying, I know why people, why, why certain people might be drawn mm-hmm. and might act in horrible ways because of this as opposed to I've been saying the Rambo movie which glamorizes right. lots of lots of guns and killing mm-hmm. granted he's a good guy or uh, Thanos who 
killed half of the population of everything. But now, now this is more grounded. So to these people who are unstable and of unsound mind, it's more realistic to them. But I also want to point something else out. This is a glamorous story. It makes for a great narrative. What about the people who, like me, might be a little bit younger and go see this movie and go, I want to help people like that? Because I think I remember the part of the trailer. mm -hmm. the, The part of the trailer that turned me was when he said... When Joaquin Phoenix's uh, character says, you ask me the same questions every week. There are people in therapy who have therapists like that, unfortunately. Just like there are bad radio hosts, mm-hmm. there are bad therapists. And not every therapist is right for every for every right. patient. Maybe this, and, and again, this doesn't make for a great story, and it doesn't happen immediately. Maybe some people will see this and go, I want to make sure that doesn't happen. Right. I want to make sure I'm not that counselor maybe seeing the rambo movie someone will go i want to join the armed forces and, and fight the bad guys we we never really look at the good in that we we worry about the bad because of the small amount of people mm-hmm. and because in, a, in some sense we, we we like living in fear it attracts us well haunted houses <laughs> but we know that's not real but, but we like, like to be but startled. i'm just saying like we we this movie isn't real either at the end of the day a hundred percent correct so I'm, I, it was like, the, and and again, it's like the movie Scarface glorified drugs and like, there's that violent scene. Like, should we take off all the Scarface memorabilia because drugs are a major thing right now? Violence is a major thing. Oh, oh, guess what? They're connected. So should we ban Scarface from being viewed in all the memorabilia? If that came out now, there would be the same discussion. But you're right. At the end of the day, it it's a movie. But this, if someone was going to do something. If if someone was going to commit some awful evil act, it, it could be this movie. Hopefully, it doesn't. But that person is already unstable. Right. Something something will ignite that person. Unfortunately, because there are evil people in the world. And I like what you said when you're like, flip the script. Like, what if there was? You see this movie, and you're just like, wow. My my cousin Carl was in a dark place. You know what I mean? Like, you there's a light. Too also with the dark side, you know, <laughs> sounds very like Star Wars. But do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. not, it just I don't. I, it's I, not real people. That's this, what I'm trying to say. Someone who like people that I talk about and encourage their friends and loved ones to ask them questions. Are you okay? Are you really okay? Maybe seeing this for someone who has a troubled person in their life, emotionally and, and mentally, maybe it will be the catalyst for them to make sure their loved one seeks help. But we just like to focus on the fear. Um, it's 7.03 with the morning reboot. Speaking of scary, Lexi's on the way. Our Uh-oh. friends at the Collingwood Arts Center. They have a lot of great Halloween and haunted activities during the month, so we'll visit with her. She remembered? Yesterday she did. <laughs> she does have, she might have baby and mom brain. <laughs> 7.15 on Q105, around 8.05, so in less than one hour, we'll give you a national keyword to text for the $1,000 payoff. Good morning, the morning reboot. Eric Chase Floyd, our friend Lexi Staple, Lexi Heyman Staples yo, yo, yo. is here. She is a mom. She is an employee of several local fine businesses, but most of all, she is here to talk to us about all the fun things. It's my favorite time of year at the CAC. The CAC, the Collingwood the Arts CAC. Center. The CAC. The CAC. Yeah. The CAC. Um, we've, got, we've got Halloween. We've got fall stuff going on at the CAC. First of all, tell our audience how you are. I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. It's always a pleasure to see you. 
It's always a pleasure to see the both of you with yeah. your shiny little sparkly eyes that mm. people love at Sephora, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I heard it. Look at the yeah. eyes. Boy's got a new job. <laughs> Boy's got a new job. It's good to see you. Same. Mo- mothering of Frankie's going well. So good. And wifing to Tori and Nicole is going well. Well, wifing to Nicole is great. Wifing to Tori <laughs> is less of a thing. But, you know, we are... Friending, friending to Tori is amazing. Three wife life. Three wife life. Um, so, Collingwood Arts Center stuff. I, I've been to the haunts before the ghost tours yeah mm. what do you have going on this fall season so we've got a bunch of stuff going on i don't know if we're announcing anything exciting with you breaking news probably not uh, maybe yes hint uh, okay so we're gonna do like a pumpkin carving thing yes. at the collingwood right. with with eric Us. and floyd and so like stay tuned because like details coming s-o-o-n soon Lexi okay. has to figure that. We have to figure that out. But we're going to do a pumpkin carving contest. Oh, I'm still trying to spell S double O N. I go double. That's swoon. Sorry. Also, swoon. I do swoon for Lexi. Yes. Pumpkin carving stuff. So that's going to be really fun. But yeah, we have our regular, regularly scheduled programming, such as Haunted Collingwood, which is haunted tours throughout the building, which will be really fun. How does that work? We're going to do it for a couple nights. So we have um, a few people doing tours, myself included, um, but we will take you around our delicious, creepy building. And it's not like the haunted house we used to do where there's people jumping out and everything's, uh, you know, it's it's less scary, um, but it's maybe more fun because there are a few people hiding. And okay. you're not sure where they are. Wait, and... I've never done those before. I've done like the ghost hunts. Yeah, you've done like ghost hunts. Now this is more, a, so that's that's more of a paranormal thing. This is more of a, we're trying to creep you out a little bit right. thing. Okay. So if you want to be creeped out, Haunted Collingwood. If you're into paranormal stuff, that's this weekend. That's this Saturday. Okay. Um, so Paranormal Toledo, you want to come to that? ton of stuff going on with that. Jim O'Rear from Star Trek and Celebrity Ghost Hunters is there. Scott Tepperman from Ghost Hunters International and Night of the Living Dead. There's tons of celebrities, tons of um, ghosty people. Yeah, look at it. See? Floyd's checking it yeah, out. Yeah, I am. I'm checking it so, out. So, yeah, it starts at 1, um, and for the general public, what time does it go to? 9? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, I, I got you. I got you. Okay, hold so on. It starts Floyd for tomorrow, and it starts at 6. Not tomorrow. Not no, tomorrow. tomorrow. He meant Saturday. Oh, I'm sorry. Saturday. Hold on. It's Saturday reading, all day. Yes. Okay, here right. he goes. There we go. Convention, 1 p.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah. VIP Ghost Hunt will be at 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Truth. Ooh. There's That's also the package a, you want, though. Yeah, but there's also a special access, which is super dope, too. What's that? In okay, what? so there's, like, the regular, like, oh, I just came. I want to check everything out. Look at these vendors. Look at these ghosty people. Oh, I'm listening to stuff. Fun. This building's uh-huh. creepy. Next level is special access. That's, like, 25 bucks, and that one you get to stay for an hour after the convention is over mm-hmm. and go around the building with some of the people who are in the field mm-hmm. and check out, like, how they actually, like, investigate. And then the VIP... We're gonna give you a little bit of a little bit of pizza to nosh on, get you ready for a full belly, and then you get to hunt from 10 p.m. to like 2 a.m. So it's your last meal package, right? It's <laughs> the meal before you're um, you for know, you, taken over by for you get an scared, entity. Uh, everything gets scared out of you. I, I have to be I have to be completely transparent with this. Please do. I've, I've done these before, and I have felt the spirits. I have a I have a connection. I have I have an energy that I can connect with. Living beings, but mostly the dead. Oh, you have a vibe. Yes, I do. So the basement... He's was, sensitive is what we say. Mm. He's a sensitive. The The basement was 
terribly haunted before. It, it, you would not want to be in there, and that's where a lot of the ghost hunts would start. Yeah. And then they decided to turn it into a party room. Yeah, isn't that fun? <laughs> it's not scary anymore. No, that part is that basement. where I seen like the plays and they yeah, had yeah, black yeah. and brown pride? Yep. Let me tell you about that. That the dressing room area. <laughs> Let uh, me tell. I'm I. I'm not a believer, but when something happens, I go, oh. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, I'm not a believer, same. Like, like, set skeptic, in the ways. But, like, but when something happens, I'm like, I'm just here trying to do my makeup. Do you, boo? Don't don't appear in the mirror because <laughs> right. I'm going to lose my cuss word. Okay? <laughs> right. So and The nuns' quarters upstairs. Oh, those are creepy. Oh, yeah. No one died. Did you have something happen in the dressing room? It was, it was, I don't know what it was. You just feel. It, you feel awkward? Like, you felt like. Normal people get cold. I just felt like a a rush of heat. See, I feel like in the like in the loop particularly gets me, yeah. which is upstairs on the third floor. It goes around the theater. I've had to like turn off the lights in that building by myself one too many times. Mm-hmm. But when you walk around up there, you feel like somebody is like watching or following you, and like it's not like anything is getting me. But I'm just like I'm just gonna do this quickly and like. With to, confidence, because like get out my nose. To this, when we used to we rehearsed for Tucked a few years ago. Yep. And we were there pretty late. Like I say, we were there like midnight. Yeah. And like so, like everything was shut down, and like we were leaving. And I hand to Todd, tell you that I swear that someone said, "Shh," because we were obnoxiously <laughs> loud. Like, and I was just like, "Anyone else hear that?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's probably just someone shushing us." I was like, "We're the Ooh, only ones here." It's a great like, building. And, and yeah. I'm like. And like I said, I'm not a believer, but when something happens, I'm like, so I'm respecting you. Right. <laughs> this and more. I'm gonna sh- Yeah. This and more is Saturday. Yeah. This and more is Saturday. Food trucks. Um. You know, obviously, you know, there's there's beer if you're interested, and obviously I, popcorn because it's the Collingwood. You could be because like could be interested, do it, interested right? in alcohol. Uh, what else through the month of October? Um. So haunted Collingwood. There's another show with uh, Bird's Eye View Circus called Echoes of. Floyd, you're going to beat me? No. He's not going to beat me. It's your interview. Hold on, I'm going to tell you. Okay. And, birds, and, and, and while you look that up, if you've never seen Bird's Eye View Circus, oh my God, definitely go. take the time. It, like It's something you don't see anywhere else. And I'm not like just saying this because they're local, but like I've been to major cities and they're like, oh, we have aerial acts. We're like, no, we have aerial acts. Like, yeah, it's sweet. They're, they're themed. They have a story to them. Like normally you go somewhere and they just swing in a circle. They're just like, oh, this is like Cirque du Soleil on a Toledo budget. Speaking of this theme, are you ready for the October theme? Mm-hmm. Bird's Eye View Circus, Echoes They Left Behind ghost stories oh, like what like, like hello the flyer's dope go look at it go put that you're going clicked going on uh facebook or whatever but this show will explore stories of ghost encounters paranormal experiences campfire ta- campfire tales creepy pasta real life tales of terror ghost sightings and more and it should be a really cool show and they put together some like floyd was saying they put together some interactive stuff mm-hmm. and uh things you haven't seen before 157 years ago in that building when the birds eye view circus first started a woman <laughs> fell to her death and cracked her neck and now there's some ring stuff going on during the shows i believe it that part is so <laughs> scary when he says it but like no one's been hurt in the process of right. yeah. you right, know right, birds right. eye view circus um 723 can you stay a little bit longer yeah i'm here perfect uh that's all things going on with the Collingwood Arts Center. A panel full of ladies. You'll have to call us. The phones will work for that in less than 10 minutes. Oh, girl, I will go.
Gardens is what we're doing, right? Yes, a family four-pack. All right, listen close. Ladies, ladies. All my ladies. Q105's The Morning Reboot. You're not just helping Eric. You're helping all men. I need help. The panel full of ladies. 419-240-1055. Start dialing. Call now. We'll get you on the panel full of ladies, and we'll give you a prize as well. Our friend Lexi is here from the Collingwood Arts Center. I need your stats, please. Uh, Ma- married. 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 Mom. Mom. How old are you? Are you 39? Um, 27. 27? Mm-hmm. Did you hit the 4-0? No. But this year? Because I'm 27. Okay, I just told you. 27. I'm 27. Um, I stay with that. Alex, I should know your stuff by now. You should. Take a guess. 29. Mm-hmm. Th- uh, dating. Mm-hmm. And Perrysburg. Perrysburg. Uh, 419-240-1055 if you'd like to be on our panel full of ladies our phone we can take one person to be on with us and you'll get a prize the the uh, stevens family farm with cider slushies yeah and flay tier too yeah but you're not you can't be on the panel full of ladies you're not a lady no, i'm just like i'm here yeah, and um, so what you get is a family four fat, uh, four fat, four pet package. And you get Stephen Garden's bucks. You get four free apple cider slushies and four free corns ma- corn maze cards. Good Ooh. stuff. Hi, good morning. Who's this? It's your favorite person, Mary. <laughs> Hi, Mary. Have you won anything from us lately? I have not. Okay, well then, then you're good to go, Mary. How old I are you? I call a lot. You do. And we appreciate I'm that. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Married. Married, two kids. Okay. All right. Here we go. With it. You always give us spicy answers. Um, so <laughs> stand by. First up, um, Lexi, for you, mm-hmm, what's mm-hmm. a bad decision that you rebounded from? Oh, I don't. That's deep. Um, I don't know. What? <laughs> that's so much right now. All right, let me let Mary. Answer yeah, let this Mary. Let because, me let me get some context. Because I think here. Mary has had a litany of bad decisions. <laughs> okay. Mary, w- oh, tell God. tell us about one of your bad decisions that you rebounded from. Um, anything on Putin Bay? No, um, <laughs> I would say <laughs> um, probably my uh, ex fiance and all that lovely stuff. Stuff that went with that. Okay. Yeah, glad you didn't. Glad you I had to. I had to walk away from that, and it was. Uh, yeah. Okay, Alex. What's a bad th- decision you rebounded from? Every pair of shoes I've ever bought and ever. Really? Yeah. Do you buy them and never wear them? No, uh, actually, yeah. There's a lot in my closet that have collected dust that I haven't worn. Okay. And I usually buy things when I'm not supposed to because it's it's therapy. Okay. I'm Lexi. gonna have to go with Mary on relationship. That's a good one. So like, I'm just gonna stand on her answer. Previous Thank you, Mary. Relationships. Yeah, I've All had right. some bad Lexi, decisions. I'll stay with you on this one. Thank in, you. In fact, I, you, I'll try harder. You kind of mentioned this, and I don't know if you want to go with this one, Lexi. What's something that makes you nauseous? Um. Uh, well, I think we know. I, I'm vegan, so meat. is that what you're? So meat? No, so, it can be anything. Not necessarily meat, but eating meat accidentally does okay. make me nauseous and maybe a little pukey um but also it turns out that i really don't like drool when it's mixed with pudding oh. <laughs> this is not from experience oh. from my child but experience from working at um a place with uh with people with disabilities mm. and that smell is a different thing for me okay mary what makes you nauseous vomit okay mary. When, uh, are you the kind i of, can i can when someone else does what? it do you have to do it 
I I'm close to it. I do like the <laughs> yeah the gag like poop. I can deal with the vomit when they start puking. Oh my god, I can't. I can't. Uh, uh, Alex, what makes uh, what makes you nauseous? So I just had this conversation with somebody else the other day. So I know I'm not the only one. But have you ever brushed your teeth and you got so far back and you did so? You know, oh, you're yeah. getting so you're getting in there and you're getting in the nitty gritty. Yeah, you're getting your medulla oblongata. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and then a, a bit of the mint from the toothpaste just got <laughs> got too far back. You're like, <laughs> like gives you a little choke. And it, yeah. yeah, and you're then because it's early in the morning, you're, it's really bad. I want to change my answer. Yes. <laughs> Okay, you know Matt. what really gets me, and don't I don't want to see it coming from anybody. A wet willy, hate it. Oh, hate it. Oh, uh, did that who are I you? Why often. is your spit in my ear? I don't understand. People I still do, do that. I get, in 2019. I, I, do I suppose, it, and I'm not ashamed. I suppose we're back to drool and spit, yeah. and that is my issue. You're All lucky right. you have headphones on, Lexi. <laughs> uh, let's stay with you. What's something that men get too emotional or worked up about? My my good my good looks my okay. you know. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't. Mary, what's something that men get too emotional or worked up over? Oh my God, sports. <laughs> that I mean, that's really, <laughs> what would yeah. you say? Sports. <laughs> I got it. Yeah, can you give me an example? <laughs> um, especially the Ohio State and Michigan game. Yeah. Good lord! <laughs> yeah, Michi- like, Michigan calm fans, down. Michigan Your life is still going week. to go on somehow. Um, oh they are those poor people, my husband included. He's like, I I should just convert. <laughs> what te- it's been bad. What teams do that really get him get him fired up? Uh, well, he's a he's a um, uh, NASCAR fan, so mm. he's not a huge okay. But he he likes Michigan and Michigan State, and he's been having a rough year this year. <laughs> now, Alex, what's uh, something that men get too worked up or emotional over? Mm. I feel like when you're disagreeing with a man about something that they f- he feels like he knows confidently and he like lives by, and you're just kind of like, mm, no, I don't think so. So I his think- opinions, uh, opinions that he ha- that he feels Sometimes. strongly in, and okay. you ha- and you dare to disagree, which I do all the time. Okay, Lexi, last question. I Sorry, okay. How often, Lexi, do you check your finances? Oh, like on the daily. Really? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Like, go check your balance, checking and stuff? Totally. Okay. Yeah, I do a lot of, like, online, like, apps where I, like, save money, and I'm like, okay, put $3 here, and then I'm like, how do I not have a million dollars? I'm <laughs> outraged with my account. Uh, Mary, what about you? How often do you check your finances? Uh, I work for a financial firm, so <laughs> I do it pretty often, especially my 401k and stuff like that, too. Okay. So. Alex, how often do you check your finances? I would say daily. Okay. Yeah. I'm not at that level where I can forget what day I got paid. Like, oh, is it payday today? (laughs) (laughs) Only around tax time. (laughs) Mary, can you message Floyd or I on Facebook or send us a text to our text number? We'll get you hooked up with the uh, Stevens Family Farm tickets, okay? Sure. Okay, perfect. Thanks. Have a good rest of your week. Thanks, you too. Mary's a gem. I love Mary. What makes you nauseous, Floyd? Morning sickness. Morning sickness. Now, um, lady parts. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have uh, I have more. I have Ellen news to give you. Uh, Ellen news and Ellen audio. And Max Boyle from Toledo was on uh, the Voice last night. We'll hit all that before eight o'clock. 
8.05 will get you uh, your national keyword, your first one of the day to win the $1,000 payoff. 7.54 now on Q105. What is the joking about? I won't say. Fine. Good morning. It's Eric Chase. Floyd. Our friend Alex is here with us. Remember, there's a uh, free Kevin Hines event tonight at Penta. Uh, Kevin jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge and survived. And, and survived. This is his second time coming to Toledo. It's a free event at Penta tonight. Uh, $1,000 payoff, about 10 minutes away for your first national keyword of the day to win that. Floyd, do you want the Ellen stuff with someone else you're jealous of or Hot Girl Fall? I'd rather have Hot Girl Fall. We had our Hot Girl Summer. And woo, did we kill it. But now, it's getting a little chilly outside. A little chilly. Burr. Well, I'm here to tell you that the weather may be getting cooler, but we're just heating up. Megan Thee Stallion. J-Fell. What up? Drop the beat. Staring outside, all the leaves are changing. Feeling kind of cold, can't stop complaining. Days getting shorter with that setting sun. Guess what, girl? Summer is really <laughs> oh, done. Sorry. And my phone rings it's so I'm good. Yeah, look, look back at it. Like, are they? Are they for real? Like, is it? Yeah. Is it on? Is it on Apple? Oh, you know, I didn't check. We were live earlier. No. You're not saying. You gotta get cozy with a pumpkin ass beer. No. What's wrong with that? <laughs> no way. Uh, no, it's not available. It'll See, be there soon. It's oh, not a thing. Uh, your our friend Jaden met Ellen and Oprah and Brad Pitt. Lil Nas X, who did he meet? Oh, he met Oprah. Did he meet Oprah? He did meet Oprah. He met he met Ellen too. Oh yeah, that too. But uh, <laughs> she asked him about coming out. And you decide to come out. And I don't think anybody... Did your family know you were gay? Uh, my dad and my sister, but the same month that I came out, I told them pretty much, I guess, to give them like a heads up. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, a little earlier in the month before I did it. What did you feel and what inspired you to come out at that time? Uh, just knowing, like, it was something that I should have been done, but I was like, I was not in a position where... I had to worry about like family and friends, like how they would react, I guess. But it's like, you know, in the past year, like I'm, I'm in a new level, so it's like, it doesn't really matter, I guess. Uh, and also just how it would be good for the youngins who are listening to me right now. Yep. Who are gonna have to go through stuff like this in the future. Right. To know like it's, it's all right, I guess. Translation. They sound them chicks. <laughs> not right. The positive. But it's not a bad thing. Like right. he, it was a smart move. It was like ta- ta- was. tactical. Yeah, it was very it was intelligent. Very Chris Jenner. Um, what does that mean? Huh? He said it right at the right time. It was a smart oh, move. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, like, it's very like. Oh. We say like a lot. Three remixes. But he said like a lot. Million? He did say like a lot. Like. How but, old is he? He's 2021. Yeah. He's, uh-huh. he's okay. he, and I, he seemed nervous. Yeah, but he doesn't he, do interviews. I appreciate his his well spokenness, even though he says like a lot. I can hear there's yeah. there's good nature in him. His authenticity. Yeah, and he's funny though mm-hmm. too. Because uh, did you uh, sidetrack? So his new song Panini, which is not on the top ten. So if he's in your city, 
He'll go to a Panera. Oh. And if you order a panini, like for delivery, if he's in the Panera at that time, he'll he'll deliver, he'll deliver it to you. Sure. He's a good. He, he does. It's all on his Twitter. Like he's met like maybe like two hundred people so far who's ordered paninis from Panera. <laughs> he's delivered it <laughs> while playing the song. Panini. Uh, it's a good song. I've never heard it. Don't be a panini. Panini. Wow. <laughs> uh, it's Eric Those are the words. And Floyd, our friend Alex, is here with us. We'll have a, a guest shortly to talk about the uh, downtown branch of the library reopening and more. Um, I want to see how you like this story. And maybe she's just getting way too many tags, but lighten up because no one else is talking about you. Michelle Williams won the other night at the Emmys mm-hmm. and had a very eloquent, thoughtful speech. She uh, did. Empowering. Uh, people keep, when they go to thank that Michelle Williams or comment on her speech, are tagging the wrong Michelle Williams. <laughs> the one from Dusty's Child. <laughs> and she is annoyed. Let me, let's get one thing clear. How come when y'all are tagging and congratulating a person, do you do y'all see that I'm black when you go to my profile or tag? Like when you search for Michelle Williams. Uh, she said on Monday, I am black, okay? I ain't mixed with nothing. I ain't mixed with Persian, Russian. I am black. Michelle Williams said that? Yes. The Michelle Williams from Destiny's Child. Excuse me. She Miss- Form- formerly of. Uh, no, she's still not. I thought the speech was the truth. I thought it was awesome. I thought she was factual. I could be wrong. But yo, I just told this woman a few minutes ago on my Instagram, I was like, I'm so sorry that my namesake upset you, but can't you see that I'm black? Does Michelle Williams talk like that? Because it doesn't. I don't think she. I don't think she's she, like, who wrote that. I mean, I believe her. that it came from her Twitter, from Twitterland. Oh, how was, is she annoying? When's the last time you ever had Michelle Williams she, news in the past ten years? She could have led with. She could have let. She could have been a little bit more complimentary to the winner, Michelle <laughs> Williams. She's annoying, and she. I ain't Persian. I, I that mean, doesn't sound like her because she's. That's the. As a Destiny's Child, she had a little stand. bit more class than that. I don't know what's going on in her life at the moment. Impending winner of the the Mass Singer because she's a contestant. Some people is she mi- good? She looked good decent. Starts movie. tonight. Some people mistakenly started bombarding the singer Michelle Williams with mean comments, leaving the latter oh. with no choice but to take. The- so it's because she was riled oh, up. So yeah. she got angry. I got it. Um, you said she's annoying. <laughs> did I say that? You, you did. did. She's, I said she's annoyed. Yeah, she's I said a... she's annoyed. Oh, oh. I said she was annoyed. I said, that's what I was like, no. How is she annoying? Seriously. When's the last time we had Michelle Williams news? <laughs> yeah, she is annoyed, and, and she is annoyed. She is perturbed that and pissed off. She like is. That. She's like the out of she, the three. She's somebody, like, somebody set her off. She's maybe like the classy one though. Maybe because you know what it is though, because she she's a black woman, and if people were saying hateful stuff about the winner Michelle Williams, yes. they're probably saying it related to. Oh. The I think fifty two cents on the dollar comment that she made yep. and supporting black women in the workplace. So they're they're haters being haters. Yeah, and when you're getting like the repeated, if she's got if she's got her notifications on, if you're getting those notifications oh. over and and people like one, it, it's not for you. Two, you're irritated by them anyway, and they they don't stop. Yeah, you lose your cool. Do yeah, you, I got be, it. Beyonce text was like Michelle. Need to calm down, girl. She's like, okay, B, I'm sorry. 801 with the morning. Kelly was just like, I'm over here. (laughs) Give us a couple of minutes. We'll get you your national keyword to win the $1,000 payoff. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That was so good. Mass singer, mass singer. Keep it to, uh, uh, he doesn't want to be masked. No, no, no. We've got to see all this. Hi, good morning. Will you tell me to stop singing that? That was good. Save it for Ariana. 
Oh. Well, this is awkward. Um, 815. <laughs> uh, you can text the national keyword cheer to 95819. Good morning. It's Q105. We have a full studio. It's Eric Floyd. Our friend Alex is here. And we welcome in, for the first time, the executive director of the Lucas County Public Library System. Jason Kutcher is back with us. Good morning. Yes. Thanks for having me. Good morning, everybody. And Kelsey, my old friend from... Where she used to be was now Jason's handler and managing, <laughs> making sure Jason is in multiple places at once. And you'll see Jason and hear Jason lots of places because we are days away from the grand, what do we call it? The grand reopening? Grand reopening. Yeah. I hear grand opening. It's, it's, we still are opening the doors. The yeah, downtown branch. Main, main library. It's yeah. happening. The downtown branch, the main library is going to be opened up. Tell me all about it. Everybody is very keen uh, to remind me exactly how many days we have left before we open that building. It's Because uh, it's been mostly on schedule, right? Right. Oh yeah, on schedule and it'll be on budget. We open up on uh, oh. September 28th. Yeah, yeah. September 28th. Yeah, this Saturday noon. What? It oh. will be like a big festival. What's to look forward to? We're gonna have a big party. Um, it'll be open from noon to five, uh, and uh, we'll have some remarks. Uh, lots of activities happening. We'll have a little sort of treasure map where people can go around and see all the new spaces at the library and, and nice. get a free book if you hit all those spots. Uh, it is. I've been giving lots of tours over the past couple of weeks. It, it's, a, it's a remarkable space nice. right now. Nice. Yeah. It always seemed to be in great shape every time I went down there, and I was there at least once a month or so. Yeah. How did it need to be improved or, or made different? One of the things we've talked about is when we did the redesign, we started thinking about what we had to say no to people about when they want to use Main Library, and you know, some things we had to say no about were using the place before it's open. So mm-hmm. now we've got some spaces on the parking level that people can get to it as early as 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. and as late as 11 p.m., uh, move the cafe and the and the gallery and the and the gift shop up to the first floor. Mm-hmm. So we've kind of taken if you stand in the middle of cent- Central Court, which will will be renamed in October the Clyde Schools uh, Historic Court. Uh, we'll rename that at, at at a fundraiser gala that we're having in October. But if you look down right down the Central Court or all the way to 11th Street, we're hanging everything off of what we're calling Main Street of, of, of Main Library. It's pretty it's pretty special. Uh, the 28th grand reopening of the Main Library downtown. I, I it was always kind of a uh, you moved. Um, the snack shop and the gift store like upstairs mm-hmm. and I'd walk in through the garage and I'd see the, the snack and it looked like a, like a snack bar like an 80s, 90s snack bar yeah. some of the pictures I saw posted it looks I guess uh, a little more decadent now a little more inviting more coffee shop-ish it's uh, if you've ever heard of a Pret-de-Manger those uh, sort of fast uh, healthy food places on the east coast um, it's going to be run by Sarnies uh, they have a place out right. of Highland yeah. um, so basically it's uh, Sarnies at the library so awesome. grab and go healthy sandwiches salads soups and espresso and pour over and all that fancy stuff nice. uh, yeah there's a a, a usable oh. studio there like a mobile studio that That's people true. can use you guys want to do a remote <laughs> if you want i mean i know yeah. we could if you come with before. the equipment yeah, absolutely. Right, right, right. right yeah, yeah. It, it, we're, we're we talked about this before with you it's more than just books oh yeah yeah so Absolutely. Yeah, the I mean, studio, what else? Uh, the recording studio is part of what we're calling a studio lab, and that's sort of where the teen space is, three mm. gaming centers, um, editing. Uh, there's a production studio, uh, a recording studio, and a huge maker-type lab uh, in that space. So it's it's that's basically where all of audiovisual used to be on the right-hand side when you walk into the space. It's, uh, we've kind of realigned a lot of the spaces to make a lot more sense, I think, when you move through the building. And, it's, uh, and the other thing we've touched is the children's library, which was off the table when we did the design work, and we kind of pulled it at the last minute because we didn't have the funding for it but we had a donor come through the great basically at the 13th mm. hour to do that and it's, it's it looks incredible we have a thing called the mystery wall that i've never seen anywhere else in a library before and we'll have to come see it yeah it's pretty okay. special saturday yeah, cool. the grand reopening of the main library downtown jason kutchman the direct uh it, it, 
executive director of the library. All right, let's be serious now for a minute. So I think the first time you were in here, I talked about how I really enjoy um, what the library offers and how I like eBooks. You suggested a couple of apps. I I went and got a library card, plugged that library card into the apps. I'm frequently borrowing books. And uh, a thing has has troubled me because a lot of times I look for newish books or books that have come out in the last year or so. And it says there's an eBook, but I, I have to wait months at a time to get it. And that doesn't make much didn't make much sense to me and i've been caught up with this a little bit there's a big dispute going on between publishers of books and libraries yeah it's frustrating right now we're dealing with you know there are five major publishers that control all of you know publishing in the, in the united states and around the world and mcmillan is one of them and they're floating this idea where they want to they say well maybe if we don't let libraries they only let them get one version of an ebook for the first eight weeks that it's on sale and that's that first four to four to eight weeks is a big time for for authors. Mm-hmm. That's when they like. That's when they're trying to hit the New York Times bestseller list and those sure. sort of things. Um, there's sort of I think some sort of bad faith uh, uh, feelings that uh, that libraries are cutting into revenue for for authors, and it's just it's just not the case. It's it's really disingenuous, and so we're pushing back. And um, uh, there's a website ebooksforall.org, and that's where sort of community members and and library customers users can. Uh, voice their frustration with the publishers to make an analogy it would be like if one person was listening to a taylor swift song here in toledo uh you you need to calm down no one else could listen to it at that time until they were done right which is a very foreign thing for us it seems weird because we're talking about digital we're talking about zeros and ones right so you think you could loan and and that's fine you know we're we're comfortable with the one copy per user situation with with publishers that's fine it's not the best situation but we're really frustrated with this embargo the fact that we would only get one copy of a new bestseller right uh, in the first eight weeks that's terrible customer service it's not and it's an access thing too. a friend of mine who's a librarian out in vermont she said this is sort of like if mcdonald's uh really got frustrated with free lunch programs because they were cutting into their french fry yeah. profits. it's not it doesn't make any sense so how does this ultimately play out the library for i think as long as all of us have been alive has been completely free will, will there would this ever lead to like Maybe if I want that, if I want to borrow that book from the library, I might have to pay a fee, and it would go to the publishers. How does this all settle? I yeah, I don't see that happening anytime soon. But what hap- <laughs> what is going to happen is it, is people will get frustrated and they'll go to places like Amazon, and Audible, which is frust- you know it's not it's not something that everyone has the sort of luxury of being able to do. So uh, we're pushing back. Ohio libraries are really strong um, advocates uh, for our communities around the country, and so I'm um, hopeful you know, we're working with other metro director library or metro library directors around the state to kind of make sure that we've got a coordinated voice against you know this push from publishers. I'm optimistic, but you know, ultimately, libraries are dropping the bucket to those publishers' yeah. revenue. So, we, you know, we need to make a strong case for access, uh, equal access for all. I'll say this: I'm so thankful that you turned me on to these things. I, I was looking for. For, for books and things to read and what's available as far as digital media on these apps is absolutely incredible it could probably save it probably might help people make a decision you know maybe I don't need Netflix maybe mm-hmm. I don't need Hulu because that stuff is there it's true. Yeah. So we've got Hoopla, which is streaming video and TV shows and things like that. And I will add another pro tip for you. Because Ohio libraries are um, funded through state funding, you can get library cards from different libraries around the state. And if one library doesn't have that e-title you want, you can get it from elsewhere. So I mean, it's, it's one of the great things about Ohio. Ohio's funding model for libraries, unlike anything else in the country. Good luck with everything on Saturday. 
Um, so we opened up the Matconda branch. The <laughs> main right. branch right. is opening. Yeah. What's in your future? How and when do you take a breath? Or what's next for the library? Right now we're working on a master plan for facilities. So we know like what our roadmap looks like for the next uh, 5, 10, 15, 20 years with our, with our spaces. As you said, like our facilities team does an incredible job taking care of all of our buildings. For a place, an institution that sees over 3 million people through all of our doors around the county, uh, they do a good job keeping us up to date but uh, we're gonna take a breather we've been in building projects for decades now. yeah so yeah. uh jason kuchma director of the library system we uh we want to give away some haunted hydro tickets in our next segment we know we've got to let you go but we were going to ask for corny and dad jokes do you think you can drop one? Well, for you know, us? I, I was going to mention this. Is, this is, I was going to mention this is my favorite time of the year, um, in part in part because it's my my wife's birthday, our anniversary. Uh, so this year, you know, um, I splurged a little bit and bought her uh, some beads for her abacus because you know it's the little things that count. <laughs> and we will give away some passes for the haunted hydro and more in just a couple minutes of corny jokes you got that right i did well the pause was good i was like good one why did he buy his wife an abacus it was like oh the small thing jason thanks good to see you thanks for having me always fun hydro passes on the way if you really we're gonna do this if you have crummy jokes be ready to call 36, the morning reboot on Q105. You can text the national keyword cheer to 95819. 95819C H E E R. Alex, did you text it? No. Go for it. You're not an employee. I'm not. Win that money. Um, you <laughs> can win some haunted hydro passes. We actually, the three of us, are going to go out there. Uh, there's an opening ceremony. It's the 30th anniversary of the haunted hydro. Uh, we'll be out there on 6:30 on Friday night. Floyd, are you ready? Yeah, I got. Uh, Hi Tucker. Hi Tucker. Ash- Ashley's child. Tucker. He's drinking his, his morning coffee. Ashley has a story for you about his name that we talked about weeks ago. Oh no. He Someone fig- said it. He figured it out. Hmm, poor thing. His name is Tucker. What's R- rhymes with a bad word? <laughs> for no. that's that's her mistake. Four one nine. It's not and it's too he's it's too- such a cute name. Tuck. Call him Tuck. Give him a nickname. Like, call him we should Tuck. call him Tuck Sauce. Like, Duck Sauce. Tuck Sauce. What's up, Tuck Sauce? Like Tuck. Tuckberg. Life's <laughs> like a hurricane. <laughs> yes! Ducktails. <laughs> You're too young. I know Ducktails, okay? Woo. I did ask a very important question this morning. By the way, if you have a corny joke or a dad joke, call us right now. It's got to be clean. We'll give you Haunted Hydro tickets. Or you can text it, too, if you don't want to stay it on the air, and then I'll say it. 419-240-1055. We want to know, what? why is life like a hurricane in Duckburg? What meteorologically is happening there? In Duckburg? Or is it is it, it just so socially <laughs> awful? <laughs> Sorry, we got a joke. Oh, it sounds funny. Yeah. So maybe I had to. I had to say it slowly. Do the barb joke first. The barb joke. Yeah. Oh, oh that's for all you Stranger Stranger Things fan. Co- hold on, corny jokes, dad jokes. If you call us, and until we run out, we'll can do we hon- do yo mama jokes? Wrong, nah. Wrong radio. <laughs> Go to squirrel. The, go to the urban station. All right. <laughs> go ahead, Floyd. Um, Sorry. What's a Demi? What's a Demi Gordon's favorite food? I said 7-Eleven. Nope. Barb-ba-cue. Barb-ba-cue. <laughs> I loved Barb. What's the one we got? Well, this is one that's from Morgan. Hey, Morgan BG. Corn jokes are amazing. <laughs> All right. I was like, you, you got it. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, you snort. 
You still get a prize. Oh. <laughs> Make Floyd's... Ah, oh, the phones, man. 419-240-1055. Corny jokes, dad jokes, in honor of our friend uh, Jason from the library. The main branch opens up uh, coming up on Saturday. 419-240-1055. Good morning. Who's this? This is Rose. Hi, Rose. You got a, a dad joke or a corny joke? Sure. Um, what kind of horses do ghosts ride? I don't know. Nightmares. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't even get. I you didn't, oh, I got you to laugh. Yes. <laughs> Nightmare. Rose, would you like haunted hydro passes? Yes. Okay. Do me a favor. Uh, you're gonna have to text us some of your information. What are the okay. la- What are the last two numbers of your phone number? Five two. <laughs> That's how we'll know it's you. Okay. Yes. Send us a text. Okay. Let us know it's you. We'll, we'll take care of you. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Rose. Thanks. That makes sense, right? Yes. I don't want someone else Clever. stealing Rose's stuff. Clever. Hi, good morning. Who's this? Good morning. This is Kim. Hi, Kim. What's your corny joke? Um, this is my son's favorite joke. What do you call a cow with no legs? A hamburger. A hamburger? Ground, ground, ground beef. Ground. Because <laughs> they're on the ground. They got no legs, Dan. That's <laughs> good. Kim, what, what are the last two uh, digits of your phone number? What happened to your legs? One nine. One nine. All right, shoot us a text. <laughs> Let us know it's you. Uh, it's you, and we'll get you tickets to the Haunted Hydro. All right, thanks. I have another one on the text side. It's from Cat from Lambertville. Okay, Cat. What is four wheels and flies? I don't know. A garbage truck? Oh, because there's flies on it. There's flies. Like, oh. oh! I was going to say, is it because they drive fast? Because they do. <laughs> the same Four thing. wheels and flies. <laughs> flies. Okay. Uh, we'll do one more on the phones. 419-240-1055. Hmm. Do you have any? Do, are there any that you tell, Floyd? The barb one was good. Yeah, the that's, yeah. Hi, good morning. Who's this? This is Amber. Hi, Amber. Good morning. Morning, how are you? Good, give us your terrible joke. I have two. Okay. First one is, what, do you, what did the fish say when it got caught in the seaweed? I don't know. Kelp, kelp. Kelp, kelp. <laughs> I hope the second one's and better. The, okay, why did the cowboy buy a dachshund? I don't know. He wanted to get along little doggy. Oh, these are bad, you Amber. You said corny. I said corny. I, <laughs> that was corny. That, that was bad. You that did was, say corny. On, the, on a scale from one to corny, that was orny. Okay, that was corny. That was cream corn. Amber, what are the last exactly. two numbers of your phone number? Uh, seven five. Okay, send us send <laughs> us a text message. We'll make sure you get haunted hydro tickets. Okay. All right, thanks. thanks, Amber. All right, what's the one that got we, you cracking we, up? We got to close with this one. This <laughs> is from Josh, our boy Josh. Who calls all the time? Here we go. <laughs> so I was at the bank the other day, and, a, and an old lady asked me, "How do I check my balance?" So I pushed her. <laughs> <laughs> Push her over. <laughs> That's like the vegetable one that somebody called us one day. It was the worst thing ever said on the air. Oh, so I pushed her over. That's. I'll tell you off the air. This one. This one hurts oh, my soul. All right, Floyd. I got Amber, Rose, and Kim. Yep, I got Kim and Rose. I'm gonna get to. Oh, sorry, I'm not. Kim, Rose. I'm a. This is. This is me texting you now. By the way. Okay. Hmm. 
Hold on. You can still text cheer to eight to nine five eight one nine. Cheer to nine five eight one nine. You got another one? I got one more. Okay. Doctor, I keep I keep seeing an insect buzzing around me. Don't worry. That's just the bug that's going around. (laughs) (laughs) You did a you did a throaty chuckle. (laughs) Text your national keyword cheer to 95819 if you miss out next one is around 1105 uh, later on this morning quick uh, recap Jurassic World 3 will have stars from the original Jurassic Park movie Dr. Uh, Dr. Ellie Sattler Dr. Alan Grant and Ian Malcolm will be back so that's Laura Dern who is now it's a Dernissance I forget what show she was on um, that thrust her back into fame but she's everywhere again Sam well, Neill she and- was on um that show on HBO. I'll say it's an HBO show. Yeah, with Reese, Wither- Reese Witherspoon. Um, I know it. I watch it. It was a book. Right. Oh, yeah. It was only, it was only supposed to be like one season. They carried it over for uh-huh. two. Uh-huh. With Nicole Kidman. Uh-huh. That one. And the and the um, Skarsgård brother. Can't think of it. Yeah. Uh, the Dernissance. Uh, and Jeff Goldblum, we've always been living in his life. He'll be back in the movie as well. <laughs> um, new Saturday Night Live cast members for this weekend. Um uh, they'll be full timers. I'm guessing they don't have any bad tweets or mm-hmm. bad videos to go back to. On uh, the season 45 premiere, when they go this Saturday, Heidi Gardner and Chris Red have been upped to repertory players. Oh, nice. Um, Gardner's list of impersonations include Allison Janney, Dana Bash, Kristen Schaal, and Drew Barrymore. Dana Red's. Bash. Impersonations include Kanye, Jesse Smollett, Mahershala Ali, Cory Booker, and Sterling K. Brown. So he, Absolutely, he's not going. I'll watch that. He's not going anywhere anytime yeah. soon. Big, li- Big Little Lies. That's, oh, that's the name Big of the Little Lies. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so there's a Demi Moore book out. She talked about Ashton Kutcher and him cheating on. Her, mm. he admitted it right away. The relationship eventually fell apart when continued struggles with fertility and other issues left her feeling lost and desperate and confused. She began taking up to twelve Vicodin pills a day. I really lost sight of everything that was good right in front of me, which was the family I had, and I think the weight that it put on Ashton was also uh, troubling. And I guess she said she took John Cryer's virginity. He's saying no, that's not true. <laughs> Like, like what a, the what like a the, strange the dad from yes the dad from what two and a half men oh that's always so weird when they come out with these memoirs because like there's always that backlash of people that, that they didn't name happen. yeah but like I mean that shows his character because like many guys would be like yes I want to be more like <laughs> he's literally just saying. No, that never happened. That never happened. A little bit more of uh, Max Boyle from Toledo last night on The Voice. Rolling over home now. All right. No! Producer or uh, what's not R and R A and R person mm. missed him, man. Yeah, some producer on another music show or somebody for a record label missed him. Did they turn around? Did they yeah, uh, yeah. He uh, Kelly got blocked and he's on John Legend's team. <gasps> he's so good. He I wasn't really expecting good. that. I 
I I see because I know the way the show works. Uh-huh. He's going to end up on Team Kelly, like uh-huh. if he keeps going on this journey. Because I feel like she has those people that he's an he's an artist. Like he plays the guitar. He's good. So like, and I feel John Lennon's more of a vocalist. I feel like Kelly has like those people. Who's like, yeah, I know. Did how. he perform in Toledo ever? Did he? Oh how, yeah. Is he young? I think he's in his twenties. Yeah, oh. I, I, I'm friends with him on Facebook. I've, I, I think people. I would go to that show, like if he did, you know, something at like a, you know, at like a bar. Mm-hmm. I would have went to that. I'm sure that's a... well beyond him at this point. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last thing, Mass Singer tonight. Are you going to watch live? Or are you going to? Okay. First off, you already know I'm going to watch live. <laughs> Ooh, but remember what I told you last time. You can watch when... it after. No, you can watch it during on YouTube because they add the performances. So, like, maybe I'll wait the first half hour and then just watch the performances. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I hate the judges' commentary. You do? I can't stand it. Because, like, it's, A, it's not Carthy, the best panel. you don't know what you're talking about. I can't. I don't. What's his name? I always mess with Ken Jong. Ken Jong. I don't know why you're on here. Like, the only people I really care about <laughs> is. What did you die? Rod- <laughs> 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 Which movie is that from? Is that The Hangover? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because I joke with the friends about driving and they're like your driving was terrible but did you die? <laughs> did I, so sorry to be it. super nerdy but did you see the third Transformers movie Alex that he was in? Uh, yeah probably I've seen he, them all do you remember the way he licked the straw in that movie? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what? Was it, was it when he was trying to get it and he <laughs> But he was like, first of all, I just did a visual, and that was he did like sexual things to the, to the straw, and so it was. I, I love Ken Jeong, but I can't stand him based on the show. He's in my favorite movie. What's my favorite movie? You know it. Come on, it's obvious. We give up. Crazy. Oh, crazy beautiful Asians. Crazy rich Asians. Oh, that one too. <laughs> and Nicole Scherzinger. Well, I care what her and Robin Thicke yeah. say. They have careers or had careers. Like they can hold <laughs> tunes. Like I get, like, like Jenny McCarthy would be like, I don't think you hit the two. I don't think you match pitched or whatever. I go. Does she know? Do you know? She didn't have the training to understand that. Like, like to elaborate on did you die? But do you really know? Do you know? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, and you know how I feel about Nick Cannon. Ugh. I'm not a fan of judges on, on these shows anymore. I watched Dancing with the Stars for a second, and it was so cheesy, it made me sick. They've been the same panel for I get, well, I never, years. But I never watched, so oh, I, yeah. I didn't, I never really watch it. And Bruno's so over the top. Uh-huh. Like, oh, 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 my way. God. What was the what was the show with the lady who would be like, oh my god! Oh, just, the crazy train. You're yeah. so, so you think you can dance? <laughs> yeah. Woo woo! <laughs> yeah, you, was her name Marianne? I feel like Mary, she's a Marianne. Yeah, she's like, you got a one. And she, she had a like, one ticket to the crazy she would, train. Like, shake her chest. Woo! Yeah, there's only one. That's what I'm saying. Like, she was God or goddess level judge, and it's always been Simon. An American it Idol died always. when he left. Always, always. Um, throwback Thursday tomorrow. We've got lots of people to join in. And have some fun. Uh, text Eric to 419-240-1055 to grab the podcast. Q105 Studios, sponsored by Nationwide Auto Finance.